This is Imani of Modern Mystic Chronicles podcast, inspiring curiosity and magic through storytelling of modern mystic living, with our story for today's episode, written by host Imani Quinn, titled An Earth Angel. It was one of those days where I really needed answers, and when I need answers, I go to the Self-Realization Center. When my mystic mind can't be settled by the 3D reality of the Matrix, I get lost in the garden at the top of the mountain with lavish trees and plants and a small temple of leaves that catches the light of the sun and crows flying over, like God is speaking to you. I came here for answers because sometimes you just need a hug from spirit and a little whisper that it is all going to work out just right. On this particular day when I arrived, the gate was closed. This tends to happen at Self-Realization Center. The hours on their Google page won't be what is actually happening that day, so you roll with it. Now, I still went up to the gate just to check things out, and there were a couple other bystanders that were hanging out on the stoop. I said hello to Naza, a middle-aged woman who had a beaming smile. She was ready to greet everyone who was turned away, with brown curls down the side of her face and a yellow and white sundress, her youthful energy radiating out of her. Then there was Tom, an older gentleman. He had a silver mane, a low ponytail, a sweet smile, and shoulders hunched over just a bit, hands in his pockets, a bit disgruntled about the closing of the gates. Naza said, hello, you'll have to send your spirit through today because it's closed for maintenance. My mind had already started to pick up on the little signs. Naza told us, don't tell anyone, but I made it here right before they closed and I asked to go to the bathroom. And so I got to go speak to my mother in spirit at the ancestors table for a moment. They let me do it. And Tom added, I'm frustrated that it's closed today. And I told him, oh, but there is medicine in that. And he says, what do you mean? I replied, whatever you came for, how does this place being closed raise anger within you? And what does it have to tell you? He nodded his head side to side, and so began an afternoon conversation on the stoop outside the closed gate of Self-Realization Center. I came for answers that clearly I didn't need, because within those few hours, I got so much more. Naza came to speak to her mother, who'd passed. Tom had recently lost his mother and was feeling lost without her. They had a chance to speak about their common story of the loss of their mothers before I arrived. Once I was there, I mentioned how I was wearing earrings that my mother had gotten me, as if sharing a bit of her magic with them. It's one of my greatest joys to get to share the love of my mother with others. She gives me so much, there is plenty to go around. Naza got a little bit more into her story, being Kurdish, and due to the war in her country, she didn't know the date she was born, but she knew it was in springtime, and I asked her, "'Could you be an Aries? I sense some fiery energy.' She looked at me and winked with a smile. Tom added, it could be April 12th. I looked at him puzzled for the first time, realizing that he had two different colored eyes, one blue and one gray. I felt this rush through my body and I heard spirit tell me he is a seer, like a spirit messenger that lives amongst us, but disguises as a human. I said to him, that's my mother's birthday which it is. He just threw out a random day for Naza, and it happened to be my mother's birthday. From this moment, I knew this was going to be a special day. 
Tom continued to tell us about how he is a musician, and on Tuesdays he plays for the elderly in a home that are suffering from dementia. He told me, you came here for your grandmother's medicine. And I said, oh, did I? My grandmother passed away some years ago, but I would love to feel her today. I told them that she used to recite the Madonna from memory, even in her dementia, and they asked me to recite it to them. It was the most special gift they could give to let me bring my grandmother's voice, her medicine, through her favorite poem into the present moment. Naza continued to tell us more about her story, being born in war-torn country with the name Naza, that means beloved, to be of love, which permeates all boundaries. And I got to thinking, we all look at this place through different eyes. Naza had to fight her way through the world, and she came to the gate and asked to be let in to go to the bathroom, and she got to sit at the ancestors' table. She fought her way through life with her namesake, Naza, beloved, with love as her armor. Without permission, she chose to lead with love in the midst of turmoil. Tom stands, shoulders shrugged, hands crossed, looking at the gate, and he says, It's so oppressive. He looked at the gate and couldn't imagine how he would get past it. He saw the oppression of what the gate symbolizes. And Naza stated my perspective of the gate when I first arrived. She said, your spirit will just have to go through. And I work in quantum. I'm a mystic. My spirit always goes, even where my body can't. So yes, that was true. I still felt all of the medicine and received all of the answers I didn't even know I had come for. The sun was going down and it was getting cold, so we decided it was time to say our goodbyes. Tom flashed us one more of those kind smiles and walked away down the hill. Our lovely host, Naza, had taken the metro and walked all the way up the hill to the mountaintop, so I gave her a ride halfway home to the metro. I remember calling my mom to tell her of the meeting of three stewards of the garden outside the gates and all the messages we received that day. I felt so content without the answers I had come for because I got so much more. Weeks had passed and I was back at the self-realization center for more answers. I was just about to leave and I saw Tom walking in front of my car out of the gates with his silver mane, low ponytail. I chuckled. The moment had passed to catch him and say hello, but I realized that this time I was the seer. Little did he know I was watching, hidden in plain sight. A few more weeks passed, and I was looking for more answers, so I went back. I was sitting in the gardens, looking up at the masterpiece, with the sound of a trickling waterfall, lush green grass, palm trees, colorful flowers, and the crows flying above. I stood up just about to leave, and I saw Tom walking towards me with that kind smile. We went on a walk through the gardens and had a lovely conversation, talking about life, what challenges of the week we were facing and what we came to the gardens to speak to God about. Another couple weeks passed, and I was back at the gardens. This time I was in pretty bad shape, feeling depressed, a bit hopeless, which is hard as a healer, because you always have answers for everyone else. But at this moment, I didn't believe that even spirit could give me the answers. And as I was just about to leave, walking on the paved pathway back to my car, there he was, Tom and his kind smile silver mane with a low ponytail. He asked me how I was doing, and I told him, honestly, today I'm not doing so well. And he listened intently and tried his best to give me advice. Honestly, just seeing him, I knew that spirit was present and sent me one of their best years. 
Towards the end of our conversation, he told me, you live in Los Angeles. There are an infinite amount of opportunities in one day to meet so many people who may end up being very important people in your life. It was that special message that I needed to hear. And he is one of those special people. Everyone has a purpose in your life, and they come in for their divine appointments right on time. We parted and said goodbye again, knowing that we would see each other when the time was right in the gardens. And because Tom is such a special, kind human being, he texted me the next day and said, I hope your day move forward in a positive direction. God, spirit, the universe is always listening. And sometimes that's all we need to know, that everything is being answered. I am host Imani Quinn and author of today's story. I am a quantum mystic reader offering tarot, divination, energy work, and mediumship to clients. And I am co-author of Astrology SOS, an astrological survival guide to life. And our tarot card pull for today's story is The Fool. And what a message of promise, promise of new beginnings and the courage to start anew, to take adventure and trust with childlike curiosity in the journey. These meetings really were all signs of a new beginning and what it means to step out on faith. Without the answers, it takes real courage to meet your destiny in every moment, big and small. Big love, Imani. Imani.